Vegas's big podcast. It's Build the Big Podcast. The marketing. <clears throat> Woo! It's Build the Big Podcast. The marketing podcast for podcasters. There we go. David Hooper with you. Bigpodcast.com. That's the site. That's where I talk about growing your audience, making people care about your message, getting people excited so they will tell people about your message. If you haven't already subscribed, I'm here all the time. And you can do that at bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. On this episode, I'm talking about how to build buzz for your podcast. Whether you're a new podcaster or you've been around for a little while, you want to get people talking about you again, this is going to do it. It's one of the most common questions that I get. How do I get people to know that my podcast exists? And basically what people mean by that is how do I get people to care about my podcast? It's such a common question. I've talked about it quite a bit before. I'm going to give you a new slant on it. I talked about an aspect of this in my book, Big Podcast. I use my own podcast as an example, Red Podcast, how I launched that by leveraging influential people. That's part of this story, but there's a second part of it, also a third part of it. And when you combine those two things with the first part, the influential people, that makes anything that you do with influencer marketing, that's what we'll call that, even more powerful. I'm going to give you a couple of examples how big companies are doing this. Both of them companies that you've heard me talk about on this podcast. The first, this is something you've heard me mention over the last few episodes, Riverside. Riverside is a way to record interviews and co-hosted podcasts remotely. And they've got some nice features, but they're in a crowded marketplace. Probably a lot like your podcast. You've got something good. There are a lot of other people with good things. So how do you compete? To bring awareness, what Riverside has done is they have gone to a lot of podcasters with influence in the podcasting space. I'm one of them. That's why they came to me. They've connected with these podcasters for sponsorships, ads, whatever you want to call it. That's the way that they got access. They brought money to the table and it shortcut the process. And that's certainly one way to do it. The limitation on that is that simply gets the word out. Now, you know Riverside exists from an ad or from a sponsorship, but that might not be enough due to the crowded marketplace. You've already got what you've got going on when it comes to doing interviews, co-hosting, whatever you've got. Most people that hear me mention Riverside, they're going to need a little something more to get them over the edge and to take action. Maybe that's price. That's what a lot of companies will do. Maybe it's a free trial. Riverside is doing both of them. And those are both good ideas. When I talk about Riverside.fm, if you go there, there's a free trial of Riverside. I've got the coupon code. You've heard me mention that. Big podcast. One word, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Should you decide to upgrade your plan, you're going to get a 15% discount. So you've got awareness. You've got a free trial, maybe an irresistible trial, we'll say it. And you've got a discount. That might be enough to get you to take a chance on something new. It might be enough if you know about Riverside and the reputation of what it can do as far as recording and co-hosting. If it's a cheaper price than what you're paying now, And with that discount, very likely is the savings that you're going to have. That might be enough. You've got ease of use and you've got savings. But I don't do just that when I talk to you about Riverside. And this is how that works. This is the second element that I want to talk to you about because you can bring this into your podcast. I've got a list of bullet points that Riverside has that's in their media kit. And here's some of the examples. Riverside is the leading platform to record studio quality, remote podcasts and video recordings from anywhere. All right. That's a feature, I guess. Pretty basic though, right? Riverside is used by over 70,000 people and companies ranging from individuals to companies. People like Guy Raz, Gary Vee, 
and the companies, Spotify and the New York Times. Okay, maybe that's going to get you. One of the bullet points talks about how it works, recording locally on each participant's computer and then uploading those files to the cloud. Some people don't know what that means. I'm going to get to that in a second because that's going to be important. They talk about unbelievably high recording quality. They talk about how easy it is sending a link. The person can join Riverside Studio from the browser. Once the recording is done, you can download separate files, video tracks, save time in post-production, iOS, invite, record, download high-quality audio from your phone. It's basically what I would call features. And you know this from basic sales. There are features and there are benefits. A feature in your car is a seat. The benefit is that you don't have to stand up while driving. And these bullet points, these features that we talk about, from my experience, that is what a lot of podcasters do when trying to get people to your podcast. It's a seven-minute podcast. Okay, that's a feature. What's the benefit? The benefit is that you can get everything that you need to do blank in seven minutes. That's the benefit. It's not going to take you a lot of time to listen. The feature is that you download the podcast to your phone. All right, cool. What's the benefit? The benefit is that that phone can connect to your car via Bluetooth while you were driving, while you were doing something else. You can listen to this information. Even though it's only seven minutes, it's not going to take you any more time in your day to actually consume the content. All these bullet points, these features, that is the very basic thing that you're going to start with to make this second part actually work for you. To make the second part work, you've got to have the first part. So let's review that. You're going to connect with somebody who already has the same audience that you want and has the relationship that you want with that audience. The second part, all these bullet points, you're not just sharing raw bullet points. You are sharing how somebody can use what you've got in a very specific way that shows understanding of that audience. What's a problem that you have as a podcaster? Have you ever done an interview where your equipment doesn't work? Have you ever done an interview where your equipment does work and then it stops working and then you lose the interview? Have you ever tried to do an interview where your person on the other end isn't tech savvy, can't figure out how to click a link or do whatever it is that you're telling them to do and you're not able to have that interview in the first place? Those are real problems. So I'm taking these features, in this case for Riverside.fm, and I'm turning them into benefits something that will actually work for you. You need to do that same thing with your podcast. What is your podcast about? Is it you telling stories about how you lost weight? Who cares? Who cares? I don't need that. I can go get People Magazine, Us Magazine, National Enquirer, Perez Hilton, TMZ. I can find stories all day long about people who have lost weight. What I want to know is how what you have done is going to help me lose weight. That's taking that feature and turning it into a benefit. And if you are hiring an influencer or you're going to somebody influential and getting that person to share what you do on your podcast, you need to make that abundantly clear what that audience is going to get from listening to your podcast. Because the features, the seven minutes, the playing on the iPhone, listening to you tell stories, who cares? Who cares? We want to know that it's going to be quick. We want to know that it is going to be painless. And most importantly, we want to know that it is going to work. I haven't gotten to this third thing yet, but I want to go back to these first two one more time because this is so important. The first thing you're going to do, you're going to connect with somebody who already has the same audience that you want and has the relationship that you want with that audience. Second thing, you're going to share how to use what you do in a very specific way. Something that shows understanding of that audience and you're going to be doing it 
through this influencer, this podcaster, this host, this blogger, whoever is influencing the audience that you want and has the relationship with that audience that you want. But then there's this third thing. And this gets into another company that I've been dealing with. A few weeks ago, Dan from Focusrite sent me a review unit of their new interface. It's called the Vocaster. The interface, it is probably something you already have in your podcast setup, unless you're using the USB mic. The interface is basically something that takes a standard microphone, an XLR microphone. It's an analog signal. It's you talking into a mic. It's a bunch of electricity, goes into the interface. The interface turns it into a digital signal, ones and zeros, and it transfers everything to your computer. It takes the analog signal and it makes it digital. Sometimes it modifies the sound a little bit. I'm using something called the Focusrite Scarlet. You might be familiar with these red boxes by Scarlet. It's got something called the air button, and it makes this mic that I'm using, the BP40 by Audio-Technica, if you're curious, the air button adds a little bit of clarity on it, just a touch. It makes it sound more like a condenser mic. Anyway, that's what an interface is. Focusrite, not only do they have the Scarlet, they've just introduced the Vocaster. And Focusrite has the same issue that Riverside has. As I mentioned, you've probably got an interface. You're already doing your thing. Do you need another one? Are you going to replace the Scarlet or the other interface that you've already got with the new Vocaster? Maybe. The other issue they've got is they've got to make sure that you know about it. Whether or not you're going to replace it or not doesn't matter if you don't know about it. So they did the first couple of things the same as Riverside. The first thing they did is they got connected with influencers. They came to people like me. I've heard Dave Jackson from School of Podcasting talk about this. Larry Roberts has talked about this. Tanner Campbell has talked about this. Focusrite, a lot of people have talked about the Focusrite Vocaster. The second thing that they did is they got these podcasters, me included, to share info about how it worked. They sent out review units. I didn't keep it. I'll get into that in a second. They sent out review units to these established podcasters, and they wanted these established podcasters to use those review units and share their experiences with them. If you go to my Instagram page, it's bigpodcast1. That's the number. Instagram.com slash bigpodcast1. You can see the unboxing video when Focusrite sent me that unit. If you've listened to this podcast, if you want to go to podcast.bigpodcast.com and look at the back episodes, you can hear me testing out the Focusrite Vocaster. And basically what that episode says is this. It says it's similar, but it is simpler. It makes it very easy to record yourself. It's got an auto gain button, and that's basically a level on your mic. You press one button, it figures out the levels for you. You don't even have to listen to it. Is it a good idea to listen? Yeah, you want to double check the Vocaster. <laughs> you want to double check anything. You should always edit and produce your podcast with your ears not simply trusting equipment or looking at a gauge. I was doing a podcast yesterday with a Grammy award-winning engineer. She's on the other end of the connection. She said, my needle, it is about peeking out. And I was telling her, I'm, I'm not getting you. I'm not getting the volume on this end. You know, her gauges were completely off from what mine were. So we had to say, you know, crank it out. It's going to look like it's peaking. It's not peaking on this end where we are recording. We need just a little more signal from you. Anyway, a whole nother thing there, but a side note that's very important that you need to edit and produce with your ears, not just what you see. But with that said, the auto gain, very good. I had no problems with it. Press one button, boom, 
set me up just like I needed it to. It's got a knob for gain. One knob makes it easy if you don't want to use the auto gain. So if this engineer had been using a vocaster, I said, hey, give me a little more. She's got one knob. Boop. Turn it up or turn it down, depending on what you need. Vocaster makes it very easy to get a good recording of yourself. And you can get it in a kit. It's got a nice mic. It's got headphones. Everything you need is there. So that's super easy. But I say this all to say, those features, with the exception of, do you like the interface? Do you like that one big knob or not? That's very similar to what I already have. And that is probably very similar to what you already have. Auto gain, you know, it's a nice touch. Do we really need it? Mm, you know, it makes it nice to use. But it's not necessarily something that you need. With that said, it's a great unit. I 100% recommend it. I think you can't do wrong if you get it. But what's going to push you over the edge and get you to take action? Today via Federal Express, FedEx they call it these days, I got a Focusrite mystery box. That's what I'm going to call it. It's a big box. It says it's from Dan at Focusrite, delivered to my house. This is an example of that third thing that I'm talking about, that when you add to those first two things, and that first thing, get connected with somebody with influence. The second thing, share how to have success with what it is that you've got. This box has this third thing, and it makes those first two things even more powerful. And here it is. Share a story that brings people in. The box was nice. Speaking of my Instagram page, go to instagram.com slash bigpodcast1 if you want to see the unboxing video. In it, there's a phone holder. These things are great. Have you seen them? It's a little bitty wedge that you prop your phone up on. It's great for the studio because you can put a timer on there. You see, you use that for the timer all the time. You can watch your clock, know how long you're going. Anyway, it's got a phone holder. It's got a journal, which is great for planning episodes. It's got a water bottle, great for staying hydrated. A mouse pad. I don't use a mouse. I use a trackball. And listen up, because this is important when you're recording your podcast. Whether you've got a trackball, a mouse, whether you're drinking coffee, these rubber mouse pads, or anything made out of rubber. It could be a slice of an old yoga mat. I've got some coasters made of recycled tires. Those things are great for absorbing vibration. Blue Yeti, a lot of people use the Blue Yeti. Put it on top of some rubber to absorb that vibration. You're going to get a better sound out of your microphone. And if you've got a microphone on a boom like I do, it's going to absorb the sound of anything you bump up against it, like a glass that you're putting down. And it's not going to go up through that boom arm and come into your mic. So it's going to give you a better recording quality. It's not just for a mouse, but that's just the stuff. Looks like a standard gift bag. Here's what really put it over the edge. There's a note on there. It says, Dear Content Creator, thank you for partnering with us for this exciting launch of our first dedicated podcasting product range, Vocaster. Vocaster is made with carefully chosen components, biodegradable and recyclable packaging, and more than half the plastics from recycled sources. With that in mind, the gifts we chose for this box were also selected with the environment in mind. They are made from renewable, sustainable, or recycled materials. By the way, I didn't mention... <laughs> Focusrite's got its own brand of honey. There's a thing of honey in this box. And here's what they say about it. The honey was collected with love and respect for the health of the bees. Not only that, but it was sourced from hives on the rooftop of the Focusrite Group U.S. office building in El Segundo, California, among other nearby locations. The journal features paper made from apple pulp and other vegetable fibers that have been ground and emulsified into an organic material. 
This is eco and animal friendly, sustainable, and all natural. The vacuum sealed water bottle features a bamboo lid, which is a sustainable wood, and harvesting it has a low impact on the environment. The mouse pad is made with a recycled rubber non slip base and was designed to be an inspiration to all content creators. And on this mouse pad, to describe what he's talking about, it's got these little quotes. Some of them motivational for you, but some of them maybe something that you can share with your audience. Again, Instagram.com slash Big Podcast One, you can see this mouse pad. The phone holder is also made from 100% sustainable bamboo. Please keep in touch. We look forward to hearing your thoughts on Vocaster. If you're somebody who's concerned about the environment, he has just brought you in. If you're somebody who makes decisions on who to work with, whether they be companies or people based on similar values, and you got those values, you're in, buddy. I know a lot of people, they think about this. I think about this. Am I just buying more stuff that's going to eventually end up in the landfill? I think about the environmental impact of the microphones I use, whether or not to update a computer based on that kind of thing, the phone that I use. If you're like me and that resonates with you, you feel a lot better about Focusrite right now. Same thing if they were to say something like Made in America. RE20 by Electro Voice, Made in America. RE320, not Made in America. You want to support American labor? You might pay extra for the RE20. You've got your issues. I've got my issues. Everybody's got his thing that's important to him. If you can share your thing with somebody and that is also their thing, they're going to be more connected to you. That's the bottom line here. You want to get people connected to you via emotion, but also success. You've got Riverside.fm and I'm telling you how to use Riverside FM and why it works and you have success with it you're more likely to stick with Riverside FM. When somebody of influence tells the audience that you want how to use something and how to have success with it, that audience is going to listen a little bit closer and you combine that with the story and with the emotion. Again, it's success and emotion. People are more likely to use it and if they have success with it, they're more likely to keep it up. So to summarize this, you're connecting to somebody who already has the same audience that you want and has a relationship with that audience the second thing, how to use what you've got in a very specific way that shows understanding of that audience. And the third thing, if you really want to take this over the top, sharing that story, who you are, what you believe in, we're voting with emotion. We talk about people voting with their pocketbook, voting with their wallet. That's true. But before somebody gets to that point where they're wanting to spend money with you, or listening to you, because we vote with our time as well, you're voting with emotion. You're voting with connection. Do I feel connected with this podcast or not? If you can make somebody feel connected with it and then give them that success, they're going to stick it out with you. So think about those three things. You want to subscribe? Yeah, you do now. You didn't think so at the beginning, right? Because I hadn't brought you in, man. The beginning when I'm saying bigpodcast.com slash subscribe, you're like, "Mm, I don't know. But now... Now you know there's something here for you. This is what I'm talking about. So do it right now before you forget, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. When you go to this page, you're going to see three things. A button for iPhone, a button for Android, an RSS button. Pick one of them. However you get your podcast, pick it. One click and you will start getting this podcast for free, delivered every time I publish an episode. If you don't like it, doesn't work for you in the future, unsubscribe at any time. 
No hard feelings. It's not for everybody, but I think it's for you. If you've listened this long, you care about this stuff and I can help you. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Pick one of the three buttons and I will see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.